WBME. Welcome back to Ladies of the Party, everybody. Episode 22? 22. 22. Yeah, I totally know what episode we're on. Uh-huh, definitely. Yes. Anyway, welcome to the inside of this heart of this sea beast. My name is Ethan Edgehill. I play the character of Ben Allen Roth. I guess I was latest to the party. I guess Bump, technically. I was latest Oops. to the call, and I don't think we were keeping track after that. Anyway, I've got a Ben Allen Roth fun fact for everybody this morning before we dive into this. Uh, my fun fact is that Ben Allen Roth had a professor in high school, or not high school, had a professor in college who told him that when he was auditioning, he needed to have good headshots, and his headshots needed to be both classy and memorable at the same time. So Ben Allen Roth's headshot is an oil painting of him. Oh, that's pretty my good. God. I like, like that. Like Renaissance style oil painting with the pose and the clothes and everything. And it's basically the only time he's ever photographed not wearing sunglasses. I would like to see it. I would also like to see it. Somebody draw this oil painting. This is what I need fan <laughs> art for because I'm not good enough no, at art. Actually do an oil painting. Don't just draw yeah, an oil painting. Draw an appropriate. Oil I don't really care. Do like, an it just oil needs to painting. look like an oil painting, right? Mm. Because it would ostensibly be a, like a scan or a photograph of an oil painting. Yeah, it's he's a not print just, of an oil painting. Yeah, he's not mm. mailing full mm. oil paintings to each company he's auditioning for. Like, I can this see Ben Allen Roth. Forty-inch tall oil painting in a giant gold frame. Mm -hmm. It makes such a statement. Yeah, you're getting attention. And I could really see Bar doing that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I need this. I need this fan art. I don't want to be that guy that like puts this out into the world, but I do need to see this fan art uh, (laughs) as soon as humanly possible. Thank you. You know what I learned as I was researching oil painting, as one does. Did you know it takes like you have to do it in layers, and you have to like wait till one thing dries. I was just talking to somebody about this last night, and it takes like days or weeks for one thing to. So like, how did they get portraits done? Do they just like stick around? They have to call people back. That's why you call it sitting for portraits. Like happen in layers. They did have to call people back or they would they would do like reference drawings or, Mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. I think these days you take a photograph and then the painting is done from the photograph. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. How about we hear from Coach next? Hi, everyone. I am Scott Nice Wonder. I play Coach Tucker. My Coach Tucker fun fact was once again sourced from the Discord. Uh, you can s- join at patreon.com slash late to the party? Late to the party podcast. Late to the party podcast. Yeah, so this is a, a nice fun fact from Steak and Figgy Pudding who says, I'm going to twist this one a little bit. Uh, Coach Tucker... Uh, has been watching, uh, you know, some musicals. His friends, his friends, Ben is into musicals, and one that he stumbled upon is Little Shop of Horrors with the big, uh, the big plant that eats everybody. And uh, he uh, really likes that one. Super likes too. the big evil plant that eats everybody. That's Coach's favorite musical now. Is Coach gonna get into gardening uh, carnivorous plants? 
Maybe we'll they see can join how the ranks. We'll we'll see how this battle goes. If this is going to be enough enough uh, biology for him, yeah. <laughs> if Coach even makes it out long enough to garden things after this, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Hi, my name is Tyler Doobie. I play Sunny Days, a mostly human but with a smidgen of elf cleric who worships Rihanna. My fun fact today is. So uh, does everyone remember like high school biology? You had to like dissect an animal. Boy, howdy, Tyler. It's been a long time <laughs> since I took biology in high school. Yeah, I was probably the last man. one to do it. <laughs> you were definitely the last one to do it. Um, yeah. So Sunny, the, the fun fact today is Sunny got really sad and like physically couldn't bring herself to dissect the salamander for class because it just reminded her too much of Auntie. You got salamanders? We got rats. I got frogs. I got frogs. Yeah, and my lab partner cut the frog bowels open. It was disgusting. I mean, I didn't like that either, but I didn't cry about it. I mean, if we're talking about the person who has most recently dissected an animal, it is I. No, we were talking about the person who most recently took high school biology, which is not you. (laughs) (laughs) Not you by a long shot. Fair. I am the old lady here. I I hear you. Hello, everyone. I'm Camille Let's hear from the second most recent person to take high school biology. What's good? Only by a smidge. Uh Yes, hello. I'm Camille Leonard. I play Lily Davis. And I know you all are going to be completely shocked by Lily's fun fact. She, you know, she's very talented when it comes to the art of making the perfect coffee. Her process starts by her dumping an undetermined amount of coffee grounds in the pot and throwing some amount of water in the uh, coffee maker and just letting it do its thing. And, uh, you know, sometimes it's a hit and sometimes it's not. But uh, Maggie always tries to intercept Lily before she goes to make coffee in the hopes (laughs) that she might get something actually drinkable. You know, it's more of an art than a science, they say. Roll of the die. (laughs) Kind of like oil painting. Kind of like oil painting. More of an art that aside. Um, and hi, I'm Jordan Balky. I am your dungeon master. Man, I'm just fresh out of Don Johnson fun facts. Hey, you're uh, actually running a dungeon today. I, well, I am slash I did last episode too. And it was really, really cool to like run something dungeon like. No, Jordan, I have a better idea. Okay. Then you giving me a Don Johnson fun fact. I want a fun fact about the, okay. You see this cluster of Z's at the top, mm-hmm. right? Okay, the, the lowercase Z that's underneath the three top Zs, the big ones, I need a fun fact about that Z. Um, so her name is Audrey. Audrey Please Linda. Tell the listeners what Audrey you're talking too? about. Um, yeah, so uh, last episode we left off uh, encountering what looked like a, a horde of zombies and the ghostly astral figure of Stefania Perez. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm just... Uh, very excited for this battle. So the the zombies look like the undead construct versions of some of the friends you saw at that multi-level marketing real estate scheme mind control thing that happened in all the way back in episode five. Does uh does uh any of the zombies have a noticeable limp? Maybe in both of their knees. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll me perception. Oh, God. <sighs> perception, um, Ben is not very perceptive. Uh, it's a 16 total. So, Ben, you do not notice anyone with a particularly knee-focused limp 
they they are all shambling, uh, but you do not, in fact, see Joey P. Hattie here. So for the listeners, what we are looking at, we had entered into a large cavernous space and see the the terrifying astral figure of Stefania Perez sitting or hovering by a bright pink heart on a table and there's a a horde of zombies that are shambling now forward toward her and the heart as Stefania Perez had reached out her hands and said avenge me all scary like yes but but what about this one zombie you're gonna give us a fun fact about Uh, Audrey Linda and she when she was still alive she was a veterinarian but unfortunately also with that 16 perception check Ben, you can tell that these people are unfortunately beyond saving. They are dead and reanimated. They made the ultimate sacrifice for the cause. Ready roleplay. Sonny looks at the group and says, Hey, so, uh, do you want to go down the poison tunnel? You know... Uh, all right, all right. It was a bad idea. Okay. Ben, yeah, Ben's just going to kind of point that way and be like, that's the person that tried to flip your house upside down. I know. But you but do I remember this, her. right? Like I this is we not. Her. Why is she not dead? I, I don't know, but we gotta find out. Have they seen us yet? <laughs> Everybody, give me another stealth check. We'll do a group stealth check. Cool. I have disadvantage. Still. Nineteen. Um. Three. Jesus Christ. I did better than three with disadvantage. I got a nine. <laughs> so I got not 19. great. 19. What's the distance between us and the Zombos? Right. So let's let's talk distance before we talk what happens next. Uh you the the cluster of you, I would say, are 60 feet away from the zombies, and then the last of the zombies, or the, the backside of the zombies, are maybe 40 feet away from the heart and the table and Stefania. So you are a good 120 feet away from Stefania Perez. So is this just like wide open cavern, or are there things to hide behind? So there are some things to hide behind. I will say that the walls of this space look like you all took high school biology at some point. It oh, kind for of f- looks sake. What? Stop bringing it back to that. <laughs> it looks like there are little places that you could like run over to the walls to like hide inside, but that it wouldn't be a very big space. It's almost like you're in the lung of a thing. And yes, I am aware that the heart is sitting on the table and that our plane's biology says that the heart and the lung are separate from one another. But you know what? I made this world, so it's heck yeah. It's been a while also, like, since I've taken biology. Most living beings don't have their hearts just sitting on tables. Right. You know, that's also true. So is the floor undulating such that we could hide in certain areas like trenches? No, there are no trenches in which you could hide, but the floor does in fact seem to be a little bit squishy and springy. As Sunny falls. as Yeah, as Sunny slips and falls, failing her stealth check with a three. As Sunny falls, she would like to cast Magic Missile and say, don't act like you forgot. I call the shot, shot, shots uh, and shoot three magic, magic missiles. Everyone roll initiative. Excellent. Oh, that's a nat 20. Oh, me too. That's a crit one. Don Johnson got a nat one. I got a 17. Wait, Don got a nat one? Don got a nat one. I got a nat one. What was, what just happened? What Scott just and I happened? got nat 20s. <laughs> 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 Dude, got nat ones. 
Incredible. It's a 1d4 plus 1 if you want to give that magic missile. Yeah, so Ben sees Sonny falling and then uh, just looks at Coach and goes once more into the breach, huh? And then falls on his face too. (laughs) (laughs) I just love that we all enter this room and it's so dramatic and like half of us immediately just slip and fall. (laughs) I have a fun thing I want Lily to do. Well, conveniently... You get to go first. Excellent. So because the chamber that we're in is sort of squishy, it reminds Lily of like all the fun gymnastic places where you can like run across the like floor and do all of the like fun, bouncy, whatever. I forget what the term is for that. Like a trampoline park type Not, thing? Oh, sort of, but I mean like classical gymnastics oh, where they oh, like- springboard. No. Some, yeah, but like the flat open area. Yeah. It's just kind of like the floor. Yeah, it's like spring reinforced sort of. So Lily would like to do a like running cartwheel back handspring, like just ridiculous dex type yes. show off, whatever, because it's bouncy and she knows that we're all about to just fight a whole bunch of zombies. So like, why not, right? Give me an acrobatics check. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. I rolled a one. Oh, no. <laughs> Lily! This is the episode of extreme highs and extreme lows. I thought that was every episode. Um, So you are going to be unable to do that as you go to run, you're realizing that the springiness is not really adding to any of your bounce. Oh, man. What do I like? Trip over a shoelace? No, I'm not going to make you fall flat on your face. You don't get a whole lot of airtime, though. Unless you decide to still attempt the cartwheel back handspring nonsense, in which case you might you might fall on your face. I mean, I guess whatever the DM decides I don't know that I really get to pick. All right, you take off, you start running, and uh, as you go to jump for that very first cartwheel, you realize, I'm not getting a whole lot of air, so you just do one single cartwheel and continue running. <laughs> so underwhelming. I love it. Where does that put me now? So you're just sprinting forward. Well, Stefania Perez is exceptionally aware of your existence now. Is that all you're going to do this round? Um, I don't think that I'm really close enough to anybody really hit them and I don't want to spend any key points yet. Coach, it is you. Let me ask you a question about the slippery floor that everyone keeps sliding on. If I run my my max speed, could I, do I stop in place or could I like continue sliding forward a little bit? When you say run your max pace, do you mean movement and action? I will say it, it would it would make sense to me. Yeah, if it was like a dash action, could I get more out of my dash because I am running so so fast and so far that by stopping, I would just slide a little bit more. A little bit of a risky yeah. situation. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, okay, okay. So how far could I get with with a little with a little dash? How where would I where would that place me if I just wanted to run straight for like basically what I want to do is try and carve a path to for other people to go and confront Stefania. So I want to like get these get these like handful of zombies out of the way. Great. Coach, your movement and dash plus let's even say that the extra 5 feet slides you right up between these cool these zombies if you would like. Well, that puts me in a very dangerous scenario. Uh is mm-hmm. it possible that by slipping and sliding I could like tackle one of the zombies, like use that momentum to like bring them to the ground or something. I like these questions, Scott. I just want to be creative in my combat, you know. Give me a grapple check with disadvantage. Disadvantage. All right. 
With disadvantage, that's a 13. You are unable to grapple this zombie, but you are right up on him now. So what, you just run straight into a zombie? (laughs) So I'm going to just basically slip and slide and (laughs) I'm going to run forward as fast as I can, slip and slide, try to grapple this zombie, but it just kind of looks like I'm using the zombie for uh, support to keep (laughs) me up. (laughs) From like, uh, uh, thank you. Hello, baby, hello, my honey. Uh, anyway, yes. anyone else want to go now? Incredible. Uh, yes, in fact, all of the zombies do. Great. Love Scott, that. Scott, we're in trouble. <laughs> I wanted to clear a space for you guys, but Fun it did not work out. Coming at the expense of our player characters. Yes, historically what I need as a spellcaster is space. <laughs> well, I don't know if you need range, how, how much your range is. Look, I'm Coach isn't kidding. the brightest and Lily's impulsive. This is where we end up. Look, I'm not saying anything until my turn comes around. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let Jordan do whatever Jordan's going to do right now. Hey, Scott, what's your max HP, bud? 52 is my max. 52. I'm, cool. I'm currently at 38. I couldn't remember. So I, I never redid my necrotic damage, and I couldn't remember what our HP was. <laughs> yes, because we have the same. So a big uh, section and horde of these zombies is going to shamble forward toward... Stefania and the heart and a small section of them closest to coach and Lily are going to start shambling uh, backwards toward the rest of the party and some directly towards coach and Lily. You said originally that these zombies were about 40 feet from the table. How far do they shamble this turn? Most of that distance. In fact, most of that distance, most of that distance. That's great news. That's great news for a spellcaster. That's great mm-hmm. news for a spellcaster. I'm 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 not thrilled about that, but like it, it 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 is most of that distance. Yes. So, Coach, these two next to you are going to take swings at you. Excellent. Bring it on. And Lily, the one close to you, is going to take a swing at you. So we'll do the Coach ones first. Hit me with it. Um. So the first one's going to swing. Uh, twelve does not hit. Does not. And the second one, a five does not hit. Uh, uh, uh. See, I roll poorly sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lily, a 10 does not hit you. Mm-hmm. They're not doing much. Stefania Perez is going to go next. And first, I need everyone in the party to roll a fear save. Excellent. <laughs> what is that? Uh, so fear is, uh, yes, it's a wisdom saving throw. I rolled a 14. That is um, my wisdom modifier of one makes that an extremely, extremely dirty 20. Now, here's the thing. I rolled a six. That might be bad. No, sorry. My wisdom modifier of zero makes it a a 19. (laughs) I rolled a six and that might be bad, but I do have a wisdom uh, modifier of zero. So it is bad. It is it is very bad. Cool. And it's about to get worse. So who who got under a 13? I rolled a 14. I got 19. Call that a save. Four with my sweet plus three. So you critically failed. You don't have to say it out loud. Hey, Ty, have you ever saved? No, I can't save myself. I'm dying. So Coach and Sunny, I have bad news and I have worse news. Let's start with the bad news. (laughs) Excellent. The bad news is that you are struck in your heart with this immense fear seeing the ghostly form of Stefania Perez and you want nothing more than to run in the opposite direction away from her. Because you have both failed so poorly, 
there are more consequences. When are you going to learn that there are consequences to your actions? Does she see us? Is she like causing this this fear to us? Yes. Okay. Is there anything that like she says or does or is it just the sight of her that does? It, it? is just the sight of her. Coach, not only are you terrified of her, but you also immediately feel your body like age significantly. You have aged suddenly by 10 years. You're, you, you were already bald, so we don't need... The, the <laughs> last little wisps of hair just sure. completely dissolve and evaporate. Like a dandelion you in the wind. You feel weaker and, and, and just old. And Sunny, Sunny, you age 30 years. <gasps> oh my goodness. In an instant. Coach and Sunny are both 50 years old now. <laughs> Oh my God. As Sunny's falling, she's like, my hip. Yeah, what does that, what does that look like for, yeah, for tell, sunflower days? What, what oh sun, my what God, sunny days what looks like. That knee tattoo is looking real sharp <laughs> oh right <no>. now. <laughs> so uh, what does a 50-year-old coach and a 50-year-old Sunny look and feel like right now? 49, please. What is 49 to a quarter elf? Third life crisis. It's, it's still... It's still older, for sure. Oh boy. I don't think Sunny's realized this yet. So I'm just gonna Okay, okay. Just gonna vibe. Just gonna vibe. Just, just gonna, gonna vibe, vibe a little. You don't have like Sunny looks down at her skin and is like, What? Why did that liver spot get there? Uh, I guess I'm Sunny's not even that old. You're not that old. <laughs> but like you've lost some elasticity, right? Dice jail, dice jail, <laughs> dice jail. And Sunny, it is your turn. Since you pre-prepped magic missile, what kind of, is that an action or a bonus action? It is an action. I will still let you use it, but you have to use everything else to turn and run away. I was gonna hit Stefania with one of these because I get three, but I'll just go ahead and hit Zombos. All the Zombos surrounding my friends because I want to encourage them to skedaddle with me. Mm-hmm. And uh, I will roll a d4 for that. Five, bitch, plus one force. I'm also assuming they all have more than five HP. They do. Uh. And Sunny, you get to turn tail and run. Am I even less athletic? Um, I won't survive. If the save fails by five or more, the target also ages one d4 times 10 years. Sunny, are you a boomer now? No, I think I'm still Gen X. I'm 49. Did we get to hear Coach's reaction to aging an extra decade? Very lackluster. It's like, oh, boy, that I, I must have slipped on something when I was running. <laughs> like, he can't tell. He's already 40. Like, what's another 10 years? It's like barely anything. I mean, like it, you look you look at Patrick Stewart, 40 to 50. Patrick Stewart turned 60 when he was 29 and then remained 60 until he turned 80. Yeah, that's basically Coach. I, I guess maybe if Coach has facial hair, if that's how you picture him in your head, there's more gray hairs going on there. There was already some. There's more now. There's a lot more now. Uh, and it is actually now Ben's turn. Listeners, I'd like to paint you a scene. Um, what Jordan did... So you can't see the map, so I'm gonna just going to tell you about the map, okay? So there was a bunch of zombies that were kind of not so close to the heart table, and what Jordan did was take her turn to move all of them closer to the heart table. Am I going to regret this decision? I'm going to I'm gonna make you... I'm going to try to make you regret this decision as best I can. And to be fair... I was already going to do this before you moved them. <laughs> I had my move planned ahead of time. So Ben's going to look at Sonny and and see that Sonny's running away and realize that he kind of needs to do something like 
quick. So Ben's going to do something he's never done before. Oh, no. And Ben is going to is going to like going to launch this basically right at the heart uh, and and cast a 20 foot radius sphere around it because Ben's going to cast fireball basically right in front of the heart. Excellent. So every creature in a 20 foot radius sphere needs to make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, are you trying to hit the heart? No. 20 foot radius? 20 foot radius, so 40 foot diameter. Oh, oh. but. Yeah, a 40 foot sphere. Ben's definitely, so he's definitely going to try to get some of the zombies, but he wants to hit Stefania, if at all possible. That, that's what he's going for. Also wants to take out some of the zombies, but he changed that tactic once Stefania did her fear thing. Ben, can you give me an arcana check, please? An arcana check? Sure can. Um, that is, what am I, am I good at arcana? Hang on. Where's my character sheet? Arcana. That is a 22. Dang. Okay. I, listeners, I was basically determining how carefully I can place this, uh, sphere for him to hit as many creatures as possible. And with a 22, he hits pretty much maximum creatures with this. So you cast fireball. It is an area of effect spell. Area of effect. They need to make a, oh, dex dex saving. Stefania gets a four. Okay. And how many zombies am I rolling for? One, two, three, four, five, six. And I'm going to say that the heart cannot make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, 11, 0, 10, 11, 1, and 7. So what is your save? 14. None of them save. None of them save. Oh, isn't that wild? Hang on. Let me... Uh, Devastated, really. Let me rip out the calculator real quick. Hang on. Uh, that is... 6 plus 6 plus 6 plus 5 plus 4 plus 3 plus 3 plus 6. Uh, it's 39 fire damage that all of these things are going to take. I hope we see some of them sizzled to a crisp. You you might. So, listeners, what you see, uh, because the, so the, the spell sheet for Fireball says a bright streak flashes from your pointing finger. So what you see is Ben's fully going to watch Sunny run away and just like, arm extended finger gun blast this fireball straight at the heart just a giant 40 foot radius i mean 20 foot radius explosion engulfs these zombies it literally my whole tactic here is to like throw off whatever magic is being done in some way to hopefully save the the minds of my cohort so i can see running away so ben absolutely iron man blast this motherfucker and uh, remind me again how much damage you dealt? Uh, 39 fire damage. 39. So. That is a two on the D100. Ooh. A two, zero, zero, two, which makes it DC 80. Anytime, anytime now. Listeners, what, what I'm watching right now is Jordan deleting Z's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Ben Allen Roth extends his, his finger, casts a fireball. Do you have an incantation for that? I do not. This is not a lightning spell. So I think that. This is something Ben had to like learn from the book. So I the, like all he knows is the finger gun, but he's going to fully do the like, like dueling position. Oh like, yeah. Open One, body. two, three, four, yeah. five, six, seven, eight, no, nine. Not, I'm not moving. I'm not moving. I want to make it very clear that I am not moving. <laughs> so the zombies that were in the range of this fireball fully turned to ash. And now I'm going to say, boom. Stefania, her ghost, like you can tell that it took some damage 
and that she is looking not great. You said 38. 39. 39. She is looking looking a little bit rough. You know, she she looked rough when you got there, but this is a different kind of rough. She she looked like she had had a really bad series of days uh, getting resurrected, potentially. And this is like, oh, you hurt her and she is going to very much hurt you now. Bring the it. The heart also takes this damage. And as that happens, the room that you're in, it immediately uh, expands for a moment and then shrinks back down. And it might be a little bit smaller than it was when you guys first started battling. It's it's a little bit hard to tell, but it's it's like this creature took a big, deep breath and is potentially struggling for life here. The heart looks severely damaged. Okay, so Dawn, seeing how effective the fire is, is gonna give you like a, a nod of, heck yeah, well done, kid, well well done. So deep, deep in his heart, Ben has learned from video games that zombies are usually weak to fire, and so that's what he <laughs> went with because he thought that zombies might just be weak to fire. Also, it worked like hell in the skeletons, so. So he is going, uh, Dawn is going to cast Scorching Ray, which hurls rays of fire, um, and he is going to cast them at the one, the zombies that are closer to Coach and Lily, but maybe not right up on them, just in case he misses. He's a conservative spellcaster. Not that he needed to be, because that hits. He is going to hit this zombie that is right next to coach i need to roll 2d6 fire damage uh seven so this one that that sunny had actually already hit minus seven and then these two that are behind coach are also going to take that same seven damage dang ben allen roth dang this is what i do (laughs) so it seems and then Don wants to put himself in a more defensive position and stance as well. So he's going to just move a little bit away from Ben Allen Roth so that they're not immediately next to one another. Holy bums. All right, Lily, it is your turn. So I am going to just use my sword and attack the zombie in front of me. I'm going to attack it twice. Oh boy, that one is probably not going to hit. 10 is the first one. It hits. Really? Zombies don't have a whole lot of armor. Huh. And then the second one's eight. (laughs) Really killing it here. Also hits. What? Eight is their AC. Wowza. So you're hitting the one in front of you twice. Go ahead and roll me damage. Okay. So I am rolling 1d6. So I rolled a two and a four. And the necrotic rolled a four. Okay. So total of seven because I'm having the necrotic. Okay, then it's four plus three, so that's seven, plus necrotic. That one will be one, so it's a total of eight. This zombie is still up in front of you, but looking extremely rough, like death's door level rough. Um, and let's see, as a bonus action, I would like to punch it. Aren't all zombies on death's door when you think you can, about it? You can, uh, <laughs> yes, all zombies are on death's door, that is fair. Uh, you can bonus action punch, or do you have to burn a key point for that? Uh, I have a bonus action of unarmed strike. That'll be a four plus six, ten. Yes, that hits. Um, so you dealt six damage. So 
this zombie, you punch, you reach out, you punch this thing. And just as it looks like it is about to go down, the zombie stumbles backwards and manages to stay up with one HP. Coach, it is your turn. And more than anything, you want to get out of this place. Cool. So I think on my last turn when I when I, I looked at Stefania and I saw this big old ghost, it, it, it wasn't so much the ghost aspect that scared me. Of course, that was a big part of it. But I also I think I just saw like uh, like a flash of like, you know, like with ghosts, there's always memories of, of loved ones lost. And I think I was just like, not ready to confront that sort of thing. So that's why I'm running. So yeah, I mean, if there's really nothing more I can do than run, I'm going to run. I'm going to run back. Uh, so you made it about half as far as you traveled last round. Sunny, at the end of your turn, did I have you make a wisdom saving throw? Please go ahead and make that wisdom saving throw and coach as well make a wisdom saving throw. 23. I only got a 10. So coach, you were still afraid. Sunny, actually, as uh, when you ran away, once you got out of the area where Stefania was, you realized we've beaten this woman before. Okay. We can do this. Okay. And so on your next turn, you will no longer need to run. It is now the Zombo's turn. What are they um, doing? And because what are they up to? Coach ran away. I believe this group is uh, near where Coach and Lily were, are going to shuffle over to Lily and just give her a walloping. What are the zombies like? So so the zombies... What's their <laughs> these story? These real estate zombies are going to shamble over to Lily and go, don't you want to join my business? Lily's going to look at all of these idiots and tell them that they wouldn't even know what a listing agreement looked like if it bit them in the ass. Oof. Fire. They all take 1d4 of humiliation damage. You're right, Lily. They wouldn't know a listing agreement if it bit them, but three of them are still going to take swings at you and hit. They beat a 15? They did. Uh, Three of them got 17s. (sighs) So in total... 14, 15, you're going to take 15 damage from these zombies just clawing at you. I mean, you are surrounded by five different zombies on all sides. You are in a potentially perilous situation as they just smack at you, slash at you, uh, literally just with their hands. Wait, 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 wait. I have a reaction. Hold on. You know, none of these are helpful. So... This is a reaction I take in response to being damaged by a creature within 60 feet of me that I can see. I point my finger at the creature, um, and it is temporarily surrounded by hellish flames. Uh, The creature must make a deck saving throw, and it takes 2d10 fire damage if it fails. So it has to be a creature that hits you. Yep. So you were hit by three creatures. One, two. Which one do you want to hellish rebuke at? The one to my right who would be in my way if I wanted to run away from these crazies. Okay. Deck save of 13. 10 minus 2. So he does not save and is going to take those 2d10 fire damage. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All right. We've got 9 plus 8. So you turn and look at this zombie and as it scratches and claws at you, You reach out your hand and fire erupts around this zombie and he 
is turned to ash. I would like to add that I roll my eyes while doing it. Incredible. It is now Stefania's turn. What if she just what if she just passed? What if she was like, you know what, zombies are doing good. I won't do anything. Stefania can fly. Excuse me? She is a ghost. She's a ghost. Did did I not uh express that? Stefania can fly, and she has flown towards the party with with some anger in her heart. That implies that she has a heart. Yeah, it's on the table. <laughs> Oh, it's a melee attack. Interesting. Well, then she's going to fly as fast as she can. Oh, no. Coach, can you make a charisma saving throw? I'm great at those. Twelve. The ghost of Stefania Perez dives towards Coach and disappears. Coach, you not only are you fully gripped by fear... You think this creature, you think Stefania Perez might be inside you right now. We're all, we are inside a thing. I'm inside a thing and Stefania's inside me. She's inside a thing, inside a thing. This is too many levels. Too many levels. Yeah, so she is possessing you. But we like, we saw this happen, right? Like. I'm going to say that Sunny didn't, but everybody else did. If at the end of my turn last round, I lost my fear, then I would have turned around. Yeah, but you're like around a corner. It's okay. Dang. Yeah, Stefania Perez is inside of Coach Tucker. Okay. I I think I can still talk. I think you can still talk, too. There's nothing that says that you can't. I'm incapacitated, which just means I can't take actions or reactions. Unless you want to say that a creature, because it does say that I'm not in control of my body. Does that include speaking? That's your call. I'm going to let you speak. I think Coach's only words are going to be like, oh, what, what is it? Get her out of me. Yeah. Oh, Coach is having a real bad day. Coach is not doing so great. Sunny, it is your turn. Sunny's going to run back into the room, apparently, since she left it. Uh-huh. See that most, for the most part, things look pretty normal, except for Lily being absolutely ganged up on. Sunny's going to cast Magic Missile, a first level spell, at third level and send all of them that way. Okay. So I have five. You have five missiles. To shoot, yes. To shoot at the zombies around Sun, at, uh, the zombies around Lily? Yes. I will say the one I want to hit twice is the one that is between Lily and Coach. Excellent. So the, the zombie that was next to Lily goes down that she had already significantly damaged and then the other three are still around her. And then after I cast that, I would like to unsheathe my sword. As a bonus action? As a bonus action. Perfect. So the sword or staff is now separated. A sword and a staff. It is Ben Allen Roth's turn. Cool. Okay. So I have watched uh, the ghost of of my mortal enemy Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. enter the soul of the body of my best friend. Um, Coach is Ben Allen Roth's best friend? Yeah, Avi. I think so. I, t- I called him like 400 times when he wasn't like, I don't have friends, dude. I have nobody. I've never had friends. I've been an asshole my whole life. Anyway, I, okay. Do I get the vibe and I can, I can roll however on this. Uh, do I get mm-hmm. the vibe that I could ostensibly blast this woman out of him without absolutely ending his shit? Give me an Arcana check. Arcana's five. So it's a 19. You know that it would be extremely hard to target her directly. Right, 
Right. Okay. Um. I can take it. No, I don't know if you can, bud. <laughs> you just get her out of me. I can take it. Uh. So I'm, I'm kind of vibing that these zombies are are uh, not going to be super much of an issue. They're they're sort of protecting the heart. So I want to figure out this funny thing. Um. Okay. So Ben's going to take a free action to say something, and he's going to say, "You in there, Lou?" Yep. Can't do much. Okay. And then he's gonna say, Hang on tight, and I'm sorry about this. <laughs> Hang on to what? Uh, just blast me. Just blast <laughs> Your <me>. soul. <laughs> and whatever you can grab onto, but <laughs> I'm going to... I'm gonna cast... I gotta do some math here real quick. I'm gonna cast a level 2 Thunder Wave ooh, on ooh, Lewis ooh, Tucker. Ooh, mm, mm, yes. So... Both of the entities inside of... I'm going to run up and, and, and just, like, do the hand on the chest. They get as close as I can and do the hand on the chest thing. And just sort of try to, like, think about Doctor Strange. Think about, like, knocking the Sorcerer Supreme out of his body. Mm -hmm. um, and both of the entities inside of Coach Tucker need to make mm -hmm. a constitution saving throw. All right. You better not kill Coach. I won't kill him. As a reminder, in episode three, Ben Allen Roth cast Killed a coach. thunder wave <laughs> that put both Lily and Coach yeah. down. Yeah, but Ben is a much uh, better spellcaster now. This won't hit Lily. It won't hit any of the zombies. Uh, it's not a big enough radius. Um, but yeah, I, I do need each of you to make a or constitution. Fantastic. Will so this the good be news when is, the lightning hits? <clears throat> the good news is I do have a plus five to con. The bad news is I rolled in that one. Okay. Scott! Mm-hmm. <sighs> <sighs> Hit me with it. Hit me with it. Let's go. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I rolled pretty good on the damage. It's Let's, only 3d8. Let's go. So I can't, I can't <laughs> kill you. Then. Theoretically, you cannot kill me. But it is, uh, it is a 20. It is 20 total damage. Excellent. 20 thunder damage. If this was Lily, you'd have killed her. But it's not Lily. <laughs> the remain, like all of Coach's like wispy remaining gray hairs from his bald head, just like static electricity upwards. It's like, uh, very, oh, it's yeah, very Christopher Lloyd vibes. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and any creature that doesn't save, by the way, is uh, pushed backwards 10 feet. <laughs> Excellent. Push me back. So if one, if. If she's in control of my body, then I think it saves. If she saved and she's in control of my body, then the body—I don't think I get pushed back. Then the body saves. Coach's yeah. mind, so, however, so is pushed back. Coach is just like kind of <laughs> pushed backwards a bit, but stays stays upright, mm -hmm. which will matter on Coach's next turn. But right now it is Don's turn, and he's gonna see that and be very confused. No, I guess he did see yeah, I was the... Gonna say, he saw Stefania enter yeah, his he body. Saw it happen. I also and, yelled that she's also, inside of me. Yeah, we had a conversation about it. He's going to cast a cantrip firebolt in the direction of the three zombies by Lily. Two of the zombies in front of Lily with Don's firebolt just absolutely get turned to ash. And the one that is remaining just barely hangs on and, and stands up. Hey everybody, Ethan here, joining you from outside the belly of the beast. Uh, we are inside a Leviathan in the story, but I am not 
really inside of Leviathan on my, my computer, and it's the night before this post, and I am just saying hey to everybody. Uh, I've got a quick late to the party calendar update here. We've got some some fun stuff coming up. So here's it's gonna get a little. I'm not gonna lie to you, okay? Bear with me. It's gonna get a little complicated. So Night of Fright turned out to be more episodes than I thought it was gonna be. So the two and tooth and a half. 2.5 episode of Night of Fright is going to come out Wednesday, November, nope, October 18th. Nope. Wednesday, October 28th. That's this Wednesday, like two days from now, as you're listening to this, as the crow flies. Wednesday, October 28th, and Night of Fright episode th- th- four, th- four, thriffer is going to come out on Halloween on the 31st. So that's exciting. You get a special Halloween surprise. Now, initially, that was going the, the the second November second was going to be the start of our uh, next side quest. That is not going to be the case anymore. We're going to be going back to a normal late to the party schedule for the month of November. So this is the this is the twenty sixth. Your next episode will be live on the ninth, November ninth, and then after that, an episode on November twenty third, and then for the four four Mondays in December, we're going to be bringing you a late to the party side quest DM'd by Scott Nicewander, which we've now recorded the first episode of the first two episodes of, uh, and those are going to be out on the, the December 7th, 14th, 21st and 28th. And we will not be doing a regular, uh, late to the, we're not be doing regular late to the party episodes during that time. We are instead going to be bringing you four straight weeks of a Christmas side quest while we kind of recombobulate and get everything back together, figure out the next uh, steps for the campaign and give everybody a little bit of time to go visit their friends, visit their family if they want to, or just to stay home and drink some hot chocolate around the fire and not have to record a podcast. So late at the party's going to be taking a little break, but you're not going to see a break. You're going to see more episodes than you were normally going to get. So uh, yeah, um, September. Nope, 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 nope. I can't tell you what months are today. I don't know anything about months. December 7th, 14th, 21st, and 28th are going to be a late-to-the-party side quest about Christmas, and then we'll be back with your regularly scheduled late-to-the-partying after that. I'm not entirely sure 100% what situation we're going to be left in, because those episodes haven't been recorded yet for the for November. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. Just bear with us while we reconstruct some things, and everything's going to be fun. We're coming up to the end, I think... Of what Jordan is referring to as season one, which is terrifying for me, a player in this universe. So we're all going to learn together, but look forward to Christmas. Uh, look forward to two episodes of Night of Fright later this week. And then we're, you know, we'll, we'll see you in, in two weeks after that. Well, not two weeks. We'll see you on November 9th or November 2nd. If you're a early to the party person, yay, early to the party people have fun with that. Okay, bye. Oh, and also follow LTTP D&D on Twitter and Instagram for more updates. And if you want to be in on everything from when we start it and talk about it, uh, come join us on Discord. $3 a month, uh, late to the party podcast on Patreon. All right, we are back at top of the order with Miss Lily Davis. There is a, a badly damaged zombie in front of you, a small horde of zombies around a heart, and Coach and Ben seem to be going at it. Lily has lost her patience for these zombies, so she's going to attempt to stab this guy twice and punch him all at once, and then run back to the group because she's had enough 
She's had enough. Roll your first attack. All right. So that'll be a dirty 20 for the first one. Uh, And roll me damage on that. I rolled a six. Plus what? Necrotic. It doesn't matter. He is dead. And then this. Oh, he's in front of me. That's it. All right. I'm moving. I'm going back. I'm going away. You're going back to the party. I only have 16 health. I'm just, I'm going to get back away from all the bad. I probably wouldn't go close to Coach then. Uh, because it is, in fact, Coach's turn, and Coach has no control over his himself. Correct, Amundo. I have no idea what I can do. Coach, I need you to attack Ben Allen Roth with your daddy hammer. <sighs> Excellent. We're doing it. Come at me, bro. We're, We're doing, doing it. Let's coming. go. Man, I'm glad that magic, magic weapon is oh, off. Can you believe that for the second time in a row... I rolled a nat one. <laughs> this time it's working to my advantage. Who'd have thought? You get two attacks per action, right? Unfortunately. Does she, does she, is she in control of everything? Like all of my abilities and things? Yeah, because she can force him to action surge. I was going to say, she can force me to action surge and I can take four attacks right now. Let's do it. Oh my goodness. You can't, you're, you're not that strong. You, your character sucks. <laughs> um, I got... Uh, 16, no, sorry, I got a 17 to hit. Yeah, that super hits. My armor class sucks. Uh, and you know what? Thank you for reminding me that you have an action surge and take those two other attacks for me. Get after me. Also, is my my weapon still magical? No. No. Okay. All right. Then it was only a, it was, it was only a 16 to hit. That's where we draw the line. It was only a 16 to hit. I I would like to cast Warding Flare. That imposes disadvantage on one of them, yeah. If it helps. Sure. So, so take a disadvantage on this. Uh, the Did you roll twice? I did roll twice already. But I can, I can re-roll okay. or do whatever. So if you rolled twice, then that's just disadvantage on attack number three. Okay. Then that would only be a uh, seven. Or sorry, a ten. Which doesn't hit. And then roll your fourth attack. That's a 24. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that. Hey, uh, no. Weirdly enough. That misses the 16 hits. The 24? No way. <laughs> That's so chance. weird. No, All right. Kidding. Interesting. All right. So you get to hit Van Allen Roth twice. twice. Let's go. And that is a... Yep. Real quick. I'm going to do a cutting words on one of these. I don't... I'm not in control of anything. I can't I can't use any of my abilities Okay. to like make this harder. I always roll good, though. So don't worry. You're fine. You can't... You literally can't kill me. You don't have it in you. All right. So total damage. Let me do some math real quick. Uh, total damage is 27. Okay, so that's going to be 19. I rolled an 8 to uh, knock that down with my cutting words. So, yeah, Ben just does a, like, yeah, come at me. Give me. Because I, I know it's not coach hitting me, so I'm not. Like, I'm trying to. Yeah, I'm, like, swinging at you all these times. Like, I'm so sorry. I don't mean this. This is not me. <laughs> I know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to piss off the ghost inside of you. So, yeah, I'm going to give you a, like, come at me, bro. Yeah, give me what you got. So, 19 damage. Yeah, total. I can, that's fine. My name's been through a lot. I can take it impressive incredible and the zombies that are left at this uh altar table are going to start yeah ben's not bloodied excellent uh the zombies at this table are going to start attacking the heart they're gonna uh one hit they're gonna uh they're gonna uh they're gonna do hold on hey jordan hey jordan i don't know if i heard you right or not pretty sure you just said they're gonna start attacking the heart yes Mm. okay okay I might have something Do for this. Do we need to stop them? Not immediately. Listeners, you can't see this, but there's a heart on the map surrounded by a lot of uh, zombies represented by the letter Z. So it just looks like the heart's taking a big old nap. 
It's going to be taking a real long nap here soon. It sounds like it. Hey, Ty. Hey, bud. You're going to need to do some holy shit on this ghost. I do just want to let you know that, okay? Because mm-hmm. I have nothing to help this situation. I tried to Dr. Strange blast her out of him, but I need a divine smite or some shit. I'm not a, I'm not a paladin. You're a holy cleric. Like, you can do, you can do god shit. Like, do some god shit. I'm of the light domain, not the life domain. Um, but you've got like, something. I've got something. Uh, so the zombies are going to start attacking this heart, and non-coach people make a, a perception check for me. <sighs> I count as a non-coach people. What's happening back? Oh, I, I'm, I'm facing the other direction. I'm like, what's happening back there? I Somebody tell me. Nineteen, twenty. Hey, hey, Jordan, you said perception. Um, it could also be investigation. Yeah, but you said perception, so we're going perception. It's a uh, twelve. Uh, so with a 19 and a 20, you can tell that this heart is like straining to continue beating. Can we move it? Gotta get to it. But is it mobile? It's just sitting on a table. I'm just confirming. It's not <laughs> yeah, strapped it's, into it's, anything. It's in a place where a heart doesn't belong. Like normally hearts are connected to tubes and things. So, you know, it's... Cam did get a nat 20. It's, Let her know that a heart on a table is movable, please. It is It is highly movable. It is a heart on a table. It is highly movable. You are just far away from it, and it is, like, on its last beats. Stefania Perez, in her ghostly form, is going to dive out of Coach's mouth. Ew. And try to jump into Ben Allen Roth. Ben Allen Roth, I need you to make a charisma save. Charisma save? save? Uh, the bard... Is going to do a charisma? <laughs> Heck yeah. All right. Oh, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, it's a 20. It's a 26. It's a 26. Was it a nat oh, 20? A nat 20 plus six. Yeah. Woo. Ben Allen Roth catches Pir- Piranha. <laughs> Piranha. Piranha. Isn't that what she is, though? She's a parasite, that's for sure. Uh, so she goes to dive into Ben Allen Roth, and you resist that. Okay, she's also then going to reach out and just like stick her hand into your chest, goes right into your chest, and she's just gonna squeeze on your heart a little bit. No, she's not. Not with a not with a seven to attack. It just feels very chilly. Mm. Let's go. She, she's reaching around trying to find. I have your no heart. heart. Three sizes too small. Let's go. <laughs> and it is. Sonny's turn. You see Stefania Perez having leaped out of Coach's mouth, reaching her hand into Ben Allen Roth's chest, unable to to hurt him. I'm very torn. Oh? I feel like the right thing is to merc Stefania, but I also want to save this creature whose heart is on its last beat, and I don't think it'll make it to next round. I think now that Stefania is outside of me, we can focus fire... If you want to do other things. Yeah, Scotto, if you want to duck, I can probably end this bitch. <laughs> okay. And I'm willing to say that in character on my turn, but if I could, I can... I like, I make eye contact with Ben. I get like a nod, I'm guessing. Um, I'd like to move as far as I can towards the heart. Um, <laughs> and a, a little bit of an angle, so I'm going to, a little bit to the right of the heart. I'm gonna go for the Zombos. I'm gonna hit him with a Guiding Bolt. Um, I need to make a spell attack. 16. Yeah, all of that's gonna hit the zombies. Uh, Does Guiding Bolt target more than one? 
No, but they are going to take 60, or not 60, 4d6 radiant damage. So. And that's an individual, not an area. It's an individual, not an area. Great. 4d6. Um, yeah. 10. 10 damage. All right. You have significantly injured this Zombo. Um, she is looking, like, goes from, I am Oh, is this Audrey that I'm killing? Yeah, you're Audrey. killing Audrey right <laughs> you, Audrey. You. Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> so this this zombie who has been clawing at this heart just out of nowhere gets blasted by a bolt of radiant damage and turns to look at you. Just just absolutely like uh, she has she has an arm fall off. <laughs> oh my god. And it is now Ben Allen Roth's turn. Listeners Y'all ever seen the Avengers? Do, do, you know, do, you know, do. you know what Loki does with the scepter, where he like uh, takes over people's souls, where he like just pushes it into their chest a little bit. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Well, I've got a scepter, okay, and I'm gonna use it, okay, on Stefani Perez, and I'm going to uh, use my scepter to cast my thunder thunder wave straight up in the air, just at this person that has like tried to reach into my chest. I'm just going to poke her with the scepter and shoot my thunder wave out of it straight up. Okay. And she needs to make a con save. Uh, you said con save. She gets a big fat six. Okay. Well, so that's not going to beat my, uh, this, this gets an advanced save, which is a 16. Um, and it's not going to beat my 16. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. she needs to take, uh, she's going to take five D eight thunder damage. I just roll. I just roll four fives. I do just want you to know that four fives and an eight. So twenty eight thunder damage, and she's pushed fifteen 14. feet, or no, ten feet back. Up, up, yeah, ten feet up. She is looking pretty rough, Coach. You have control over your body now, and have not used your reaction. As Stefania Perez shoots upwards, you get an opportunity attack. Oh, that's hot. I will take that. I'll swing my little hammer. Uh, let's see here. I don't know if that's going to do it, but uh, it's a 14. If it doesn't do it, I have an option. It does. Oh, it does. Fun. Uh, Her armor class isn't particularly high in ghostly form. Hey, Scott, uh, go ahead and add a D8 to this uh, damage roll, by the way. I'm giving you a cutting words. Or a Fun stuff. Whatever. I can, I, can, I can decrease her ability to resist this. Excellent. Uh, that's a seven, by the way. Uh, that's uh, 20 damage, please. Mm. 20 um, damage, please. 20 damage total? Yes. Let's or 20 plus that's the seven. 20 total. Let's go. Let's go, Lewis. Stefania Perez's ghost is like, like little pieces of ghost are just flying off of her. Like she is in a bad way. I mean, that that was just teamwork. That was you you laying it up and me smacking it let's down. Let's go. Allie, you yes. baby. Let's go. It is Don Johnson's turn and he, I believe, has some fun things that will slam her down in front of you. Uh he is going to cast Agnar's Scorcher on her. And she's going to take a a whole mess of fire damage. Don Johnson sees you guys like 
absolute teamwork, blast this ghost. She shoots up into the air. She gets shot up into the air by the thunder wave. And just to add insult to injury, Don Johnson outstretches his hand and a line of fire just shoots out from his hand and goes straight through this ghost. And she falls in front of the two of you, basically no longer flying, uh, but barely, barely not dead. We are top of the order and it is Lily Davis's turn. All right. So this is what I want to do. Lily is going to dash sprint to the heart. I'm going to grab the heart, spend a key point and perform another dash action to run away with it back towards the group. (laughs) What? Step of the wind, baby. You are going to get many opportunity attacks on you while holding this heart. Everybody have your save my life ready because I only have 16 (laughs) hit points. (laughs) I got you, dude. I got you. So I'm going to say that four of them are going to get opportunity attacks on you. Two of them are going to hit you. So the first one is going to deal you seven points of damage. And the second one is going to deal you 10 points of damage. I'm down. All right. <laughs> Lily grabs the heart, collapses onto the floor. Kalima! <laughs> <laughs> what? I love like the run, grab, let's go. <laughs> hey, Lily, Queen of Chaos over here. It is Coach's turn. Coach, you have a near dead Stefania on the ground in front of you, and you have an unconscious Lily holding a heart. Behind Does Stefania you. seem to react at all to Lily taking the heart? Uh, Lily grabs the heart. Stefania goes, no, don't let her take it. What are you even doing? What are you like? I just want some information here. You don't have a whole lot of arcana knowledge. Okay. Could I intimidate um, stuff out of her? <laughs> Hell yeah. Lou beat your ass. Beat this yeah, bitch! I just, God. Yeah, beat it out of her. Intimidate yeah, her excellent. right now. I'm Let's just gonna, go. I'm just gonna... Wait, okay. wait, 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 wait. Hey, hit her hard enough that I don't have to disengage, please. <laughs> Roll the fear check again. Me? Because I don't know that you wisdom saved out of it at the end of oh, your last Oh, that is turn. also true. I only rolled a 10, mm-hmm. but, and I kept forgetting this this entire time, I've got my lucky whistle. And I would like to blow on it, hopefully, for the better. Uh, I mean, it could go either way. I could, I could get less than 10. It could go either way. I'm going to do it. So I see this ghost. I'm kind of scared. I blow my whistle as a security blanket. And I get a 17. You are uh, no longonger afraid ooh, of Stefania Perez's damn ghost. right. Yes. Intimidate I'm just gonna me. Grab, I'm going to like clutch onto the hammer that I just... Uh, knocked her with as she was flying up into the air and I'm just I see that she is like in like ghostry ghostly kind of uh, uh, tatters and I'm just like do we really have to beat you again do we have to kill you again what are you what are you even trying to do with this thing go ahead and roll to intimidate Not great, anyway. Uh, That's a 10 total. (laughs) She's gonna look at you, you know, this 
horrifying figure that she is. Her face just skeletal yet recognizable. She just, she's scary looking and she looks at you and she goes, if I could control you and hurt him, can you imagine the power I would have for my God to allow me to control this Leviathan? Hmm. Well, so I don't like the sound of that. Uh, and I'm just going to try and attack her. That is going to be an 18 to hit. That hits. And that's going to be a 10. And I can do another attack if I need to. Hey, coach, can I get some movement? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That sweet, sweet movement. Sure thing. Uh, so when I, when I hit just now, I will use my maneuvering attack. So when I hit with a weapon attack, which I've done, I will expend one superiority die. And I can also just add that to my damage, which is going to be another six. And yeah, then I can uh, have Sunny use her reaction to move her full movement speed. Towards Lily. All right. Um, so Sunny moves halfway towards Lily and Coach smashes Stefania's ghost with this hammer. Yeah, I, I, I um, hit her and then I look at Sunny and I'm like, get that heart. Get Lily. Go. Stefania's ghost takes this hit and like as your hammer slams into her ghostly chest and like makes contact rather than just swinging through her her eyes are like filled with this it, it's like equal parts rage and also terror because she realizes that there's no coming back from being a ghost and as you smash into her chest with your with your father's hammer with your daddy hammer she says you might defeat me but you can never defeat what is coming and her ghostly form explodes and i need both ben and coach to make dexterity checks dexterity saving throws excellent oh that's good that's a 19 i Oh man, I got a seventeen. It's an it's an eleven plus six. <sighs> Good dang. Uh, you're each going to take ten necrotic damage as her ethereal or as her ghostly form explodes, and you have defeated Stefania Perez again. Possibly. How many times do we have to teach you this lesson, mm -hmm. old man? Wait until the third encounter. Possibly for the last yeah. time. That was Coach's turn. It is the zombies' turns, and they are going to shamble towards Lily and the heart. They do not care about Lily. Uh, I'm going to say that four of them make it close enough to be able to attack the heart. That's a miss. That's a miss. That's a miss. And that's a crit. So this zombie is going to deal damage to this heart and it is going to... So, so this, like, three zombies swing, flail wildly, missing, you know, scratching at Lily's back but not actually hurting her. And then this last one just dives at the heart and starts clawing at it aggressively. And as it's doing this, as... This is Audrey. This is Audrey Lindy, Linda. 
Because <laughs> she's still up. <laughs> she's like attacking while being like, I'm a, I used to be a veterinarian. <laughs> My name's Audrey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so she is scratching at this heart and it stops beating. I got it. I got okay. it. We're all good. I trust you. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw, please. I might not got what it. What happens to me? Crit! I also crit. 20! As this heart goes out past the table, you are seeing that there was a bit of a tunnel beyond it. And coming down this tunnel is a tidal wave that is going to start crashing down. Hit us. Let's go. Yeah. Uh, so it's going to start coming crashing down and uh, filling this room. The zombies are going to start getting swept away. Lily is getting swept away. Uh, how did Coach do on his deck save? Coach did poorly, and I was use- I'm wondering if I should use another blow of my whistle. It'll be okay. All right. I'll trust it. Coach is like, yes, a bath to wash this ghostly horrors off of me. Oh, it smells bad. Never mind. <laughs> All right. The, the zombies and Lily have started washing this way. Sunny, it is your turn. Great. I'm going to present my holy symbol as an action, the kilowatt freestyle highlighter, and I'm going to use Radiance of Dawn to impose 2d8 radiant damage onto these Woo. bitches. On it these is an zombies? Limited amount of mm. enemies. Mm. Mm. Incredible. What's the damage? Radiant damage, huh? 2d10 plus cleric level. This is good. Let's go, Sonny. Do you have to make a spell attack? It just happens? It just happens. I just present my holy symbol and they die. Seven plus six. They didn't all die when Stefania died? Unfortunately, no. And then, as a bonus action, mass heal word. Mm. On all of you? On all of us and the heart. Yes. Hell yeah. Yes. How many many do we recover? I'm keeping a pet leviathan. Yes, yes, yes. Let's go. Up to six creatures. What are you going to do about it? We got five in the party. We got one heart. Okay. I say, if you let me, here's what I'll do. I'll take care of you. Uh, and I roll 1d4. <laughs> <laughs> plus plus three. So, okay. <laughs> look, That's so funny. Look. And everyone gets five HP. Everybody gets Love five it. HP. Ben is no longer bloodied. You are out of combat. I would not describe you as out of initiative because even more liquid is flushing in. Everyone make a dexterity saving throw. Well, Lily's upright at least. Lily's Coach on the ground probably. Yeah. Dex. Oh, that didn't go as well as it has gone in the past. That is a nine total. Three plus six. I rolled a 21. Uh, Lily, roll with disadvantage because you're prone. 11. Uh, you are all getting swept out. I got a 17. Can I like position the heart so it's still like not gonna die by impact? So I'm actually, I should have left the heart here. The heart, the heart is gonna be okay. The heart is gonna be okay? The heart is gonna it's be okay. It's flushing away okay. with us. You know I won't let it go, right? You, That's why you're telling me. You hear a, a, not only do you hear the thump thump of the heart slowly coming back, but you hear a scream that like like an unearthly monster beast scream 
I think that you're going to get flushed out. You're going down the poop tube. And you're just going to have to be okay with it. We should be making constitution um, saving throws. (laughs) And everybody make a quick con save as you are going out a stinky tube. Dirty 20. 16. Dirty 20. Oh, that's a... Funny new to plug her nose. I just rolled with a d12. It's fine. (laughs) Oh, that's a uh, con, you said? Mm -hmm. Con save? That's a four. Oh, no. Uh, So... Don and Ben mm-hmm. are both going to take five con- or five. Uh, what did poison I call it last time? Poison yeah. damage. Yeah. Gonna, okay. Ben's bloody again. Ben's being washed away and like um, he's like screaming and some gets in his mouth and he's like, oh god. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you are flushed out of this beast, and you find yourself essentially pooped out like there's just no not gross way to say this and i'm i'm sorry you find yourselves pooped out in fact you find yourselves landing in a lair like 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 a a big huge cavern and for the first time ever you get a little bit of a look at this creature it is gigantic and terrifying but that's not the first thing you notice you see, positioned at a distance, you see walking away, somewhat unaware, Andrew and Sonny. Sonny, roll, roll insight for me, please. 14. Sonny, you see a familiar paladin. At what distance? probably about a, a 60 feet away. I'm going to use thalmaturgy to whisper, Hey, Mom. <laughs> 